Joe's crib going up on a Tuesday. And welcome to the third special episode of the Inside Joe. Today, we talk with our guests, Nuna and Dina. I get slapped in the face, we all sing together, and a special reading of zombies. And be sure to listen to the very end of the show, as producer Dre takes over with his new segment, Tough Questions. All this and much more, right now. All right, and welcome to the third episode of The Inside Joe. I'm super excited with these two guests that we have here today. Uh, we have Dina and we also have Nura. And I just want to introduce them before we kind of get rolling here. So we have Dina, if you want to just kind of introduce yourself, uh, tell the people a little bit about yourself, and then uh, we'll introduce Nura too. Hi, my name is Dina. I was uh, originally born in Greece. My Greek name is Costadina. I grew up in the suburbs of Chicago. Lived out here for about three years, um, and currently back in the suburbs, and it is the worst thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's about as interesting as it gets. Well, there's, there, I, I do know Dina, and there's a lot more to that, so we'll dive into that a little bit more as we go on. Um, hopefully she'll share more. <laughs> um, and then we also have Nura, if you could kind of introduce yourself as well. What's up, Joe? Uh, my name is Nura, and... Uh, my name means light in Arabic, because everyone loves hearing that. <laughs> um, I was actually born in Chicago, and I was raised, raised half of my life in Jerusalem, and I currently reside, well, technically reside in the West Bank. Um, I move around a lot. I've moved to a lot of different places, so I'm kind of a wanderer. I like photography a lot. I really want to be a photojournalist. And yeah, that's a, about it. I really mm-hmm. kind of am pursuing that dream at the moment. Yeah, that, that's super cool. So obviously, um, for anyone listening right now, we're going to have um, get to know these two a little bit more as we move on. Um, but we want to start off with a game here. Um, so a new segment. I know every episode we have a new segment. All right. Yeah, but, the, <laughs> but this one is called Slappy Five. Slappy Five is a new segment where the guests ask the questions. And if I pass on a question, I get slapped in the face. And today, playing Slappy Five, we have Nuna. Slappy Five, Slappy Five, Slap Joe in the face. Slap Joe in the face. Slap Joe in the face. That's me! Slappy question number one. So what is something that you believe in that others might think is absurd? Ghosts, aliens, Illuminati, superstitions? That is such a good question. You're like asking my soul questions. No, there's a difference. You're like the Yoda of questions. She digs deep. Yeah, like you talk to souls, not just people. Wow, that was a great comment. Aww. New York Times says, Nura asks the souls, not the people. Nura speaks to souls. Or, or you can take it that way. <laughs> Gothic Nura literature says, Nura speaks to souls. Dead or alive. Yeah. <laughs> Dead or alive post says, you're as creepy as fuck and we like it. <laughs> and we love it. Dodge. What was the question? So Dodge. the question is, what is something that you believe in that others might think is absurd? Such as ghosts, aliens, even the Illuminati. Any superstitions? Even like okay. a 10 second rule. Okay, I like this. 
Um, when we're talking about like superstition, I could I could state more of that. At work, there are two entrances next to each other. One to the left, one to the right. It's both revolving doors. For some reason, I always have to go in the right door. I, I can't go to the nearest one. I, I, I'm not very superstitious. I never thought I was. Mm -hmm. For some reason, I must have had like a bad day at work where I went through that first door or something. But I tend to have to go through the second door of the building that I work at. And I don't know why. I've never been superstitious. But that's what I do. Is there any like connotation behind that? Is there something... I'm pretty sure I had one good day when I went to the second door a couple of times. And I probably had negative connotations going to the first. Like, it must have been a really bad day. And I just don't really remember. But subconsciously I do. So I relate the first door is not good. Hmm. And I'm not superstitious with anything else. Clearly you are. <laughs> Clearly you are. The, uh, My child. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> It's weird. Now that we're talking about it and I say it out loud, it sounds much nuttier than it did when I kept it to myself. <laughs> so. Slappy question number two. Have you ever collected anything? Like stamps oh, or yes. coins? Yeah. So That was you, right? I literally had a portfolio full of uh, like layers of basketball cards. I even have a Kobe um, rookie card somewhere that I got in Las Vegas back in the day when he was a rookie like a long time ago so that that's 20 years ago or, or 19 whatever have you ever looked up how much it's worth now no i don't even know where it is anymore you know he just retired like that shit's probably yeah i know i know um <laughs> and it was plaqued too because like do they, you know they, where it is i gotta find it yeah so i was huge on basketball cards and i remember visiting my sister in college when i was a kid and i was bored she took me to the uh, computer room and I literally printed out the profiles on, on the internet back then. It was the NBA basketball, their profiles with their stats and, and their height, the college that they went to. And I would, I, would, uh, I would actually organize it in alphabetical order, each player, into a binder. Uh, uh, you're a nerd. Like, I think I, I'm not even exaggerating, over 300 pages. Because oh depending on their career, they might have more than one page worth of stats. So I would collect it all, and their, all their information, put it in a binder, and then just kept going. Oh. Little joke! Nura. <laughs> yes. What are the things that you've collected? Oh my god. Um, I've, I actually, I'm kind of low-key a hoarder. <laughs> Not like a super hardcore hoarder. <laughs> no, 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 no. When I was younger, I used to like like to collect things as memories, you know? Uh, um, so are you sentimental? I'm very sentimental. I'm a very emotional person, so I've always been introverted. So just expressing my emotions as a child was kind of like difficult for me. So I just used things or letters, Pokemon uh, cards, whatever, as a way to kind of gather memories. So what I'm I, I know I, I kinda do what that. I'm gathering from this is that you collect Pokemon cards. <laughs> <laughs> I used to actually gather Pokemon cards and coins. Uh, uh you're a nerd. I what love your favorite Pokemon. Pokemon. I think my favorite Pokemon would be I forgot his name though. Pikachu? No. He was the <laughs> super hardcore alien looking one, the purple one. Barney. <laughs> what about the rock one? What's his name? The rock one. Chalmander. Hmm. Charmander is... I don't know. 
Winter Fresh. Wait, Charmander is the mini version of Charizard. Charizard is the old, like the, 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 the if, Chrysler. Nerd alert. Nerd alert. I'm nerd. <laughs> I can be such a nerd with Pokemons, but I don't remember any I'm of the names. Nerd. You guys suck. Uh, moving on. We're, we're, moving on, no, please, wait, wait. we're nerds too. Wait, wait. That's like, in different wait, ways. And good it's transition here. <laughs> we're all nerds here, and I want to ask producer Dre here. What have you collected? <laughs> <laughs> I collected a lot of things. Uh, let me let me get into this. The seashore. Wow, my, that was actually my name used to be. Sure. Sure. <laughs> my name. Used I actually to be did Sally. collect seashells by the seashore. Um, I had different phases. I had there was seashells. I'm not gonna lie about it. Necklaces. Um, coins. I collected coins. I still have a big bag of like coins from random places, and I don't know why. I always like really like the um, the the Chinese coins that I used to have. They were just I would love the symbolism and all that crap. No, I'm serious. Like why? I'm not weird. Um, coins was my shit though, and I I don't know why, but I used to like really love. Um, finding pennies that were old as fuck it sounds super nerdy. No. But if I saw something that was like. 19 or 18, 17, something like I'd be like, oh shit. History. Um, yeah, exactly. I get it. It's like, damn, yeah. like who knows where this coin has been. Uh, uh, you're a nerd. Other than that, to the toilet. Basketball cards, football cards, um, comics. Ooh, really? You're yeah. a comic nerd. I didn't I see that. collected comics. What, what comics? Which, exactly. Um, mostly... Like X Men. Oh, these are cool ones. I did have some uh, some Star Wars ones. Oh, in there it is. Um, but yeah, it was mostly like that, and I don't know. Those are obviously Superman, Batman, that kind of thing, whatever. But yeah, I loved all that shit. I was really crazy nerd. I guess so. Nerd alert. Let's move on to the next question. Slappy question number three. Which superhero and villain do you relate to the most? The villain I relate to the most, um, I could see myself, if I'm going to turn evil, it would probably be the Joker. Because I could see myself going, like, (laughs) I would have to go nuts to be that evil anyways. So if I totally just broke, knowing myself and my personality, I'd probably want to have fun with it. Like, I wouldn't just want to be angry about it. I would probably mess with stuff if I'm going to go full out evil. Like, I would want to make a game out of it. Because mm-hmm. why not? I got nothing to lose. Okay. And make it yeah. fun. So I don't think... If I'm going to... I think I'm going out all out. Like, a, I'm willing to die for whatever. Mm-hmm. Why not go with a bang? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's very Joker personified. Um, as far as a hero... So I've heard... <laughs> I've heard the tick... Because of my personality, <laughs> and, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm kind of, and I'm kind of big. Um, that's not the one I'm most joyous about. <laughs> but what, which one do you relate with? Would I relate with? Re- yeah, doesn't necessarily have to be something that everyone references to. I, I got to give it to the tick a little bit. I do. If really? I'm being completely real with myself, wow. not to that point. There's like I would say a mixture between the tick and. Um, Deadpool, I would have to see both perspectives. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be just like a like. I would definitely not be Captain America. I would say, you know, like I could <laughs> not. I would hate Captain America. I would probably be like nerd. Okay. So Deadpool and Joker. I, I like that. Yeah. I like 
I like Deadpool and Joker, so... Does that make sense to you, or But no? do you consider Deadpool as a superhero? That's the closest I could see myself as. Okay. I can't see myself as a full-out, <laughs> like, hey, guys, let's do this. All right, and, and let's go to uh, Producer Dre. So, Dude, villain, I would have to go with Doom or Magneto. Dang. Because Magneto, I like, I get it. I can like, see you as I, Magneto. I get Magneto because, like... He's still not all the way bad. Like he he's bad, but sure. he, you know he's he's still kind of coming from like I'm protecting my own. The world's against me. Yeah. And like they want to say fuck mutants. Well, well, let's turn it. He's on like now. a protester. So if you went evil, yeah, I could see the protester. And I could see myself point. if I did go evil. Yeah, that's a good at least point. standing for a cause. I could see that. You know? That makes sense to me. And Doom, I just like the way Doom looks. I think <laughs> <laughs> so what that about, mask is so. Super so what official. about we? So we have the uh, villain. What what about the hero? Um, you know what? There's two that come to mind. Actually, actually, I think I have an answer. Um, Can you give it to us? <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Let's go with Black Panther. What? Drop the mic. <laughs> I did not see that coming. What'd you think? Gambit, maybe? Because he has some cool catchphrases like Mona Me. <laughs> Shetty. <laughs> Wait, these are the reasons. Where are these are the reasons. Where are I saying it again? Catchphrases. <laughs> Mona Me. Mona Me. Because he just likes saying, I do too. If I could be a girl superhero, Whoa. I think it's clear that I would be. um. Don't say. No, wait. wait. Who? You know what I'm saying. Who do you think I'm gonna say? I don't know. It's X Men. Rogue. Yes. I knew you were gonna say Rogue. Where are you mad? That's you. Because <laughs> Loki, yes. I what? also. <laughs> Rogue is because the shit. Because I also had Rogue's hair for a while. I had Rogue the blonde and cool black hair fuck. for a while. I feel like I feel like Rogue has a soft spot. She does. Well, she doesn't want to hurt them. No. Exactly. But she has to, or she by accident does. Mm-hmm. Which sucks. It's awful though because. Huh. And you feel it does. you feel like and you resemble that. Because. No, no, don't don't look at me like that. No, no. I see. No. I'm not gonna go into this. No. <laughs> How do, why do I keep hurting people when I don't want to? <laughs> Slappy question number four. Is what, it acceptable naked? or unacceptable to smack a child as a form of discipline? Yeah, smack the shit out of them. Okay. <laughs> no, keep that. What the fuck? <laughs> no, that's not true. Can you ask it again? Okay. Right. Is it, truly, is it acceptable or unacceptable to smack a child as a form of discipline and elaborate on your answer. Yeah, I think that's a that's a great question. Um, I'm the youngest of four by a lot, and um, anytime my dad tried to discipline me, it ended up very comically. Um, I don't know why, um, but uh, yeah, every time, I guess a quick story, just to illustrate it very quickly, my dad was gonna hit my um, hands one time because I was, I don't remember why, Still. Yeah, with a stick or something. I don't know. And every time he would try to hit me with the hands, I'd, my reflexes would kick in. And I would just move my, my hands very quickly away from the stick. And I said, sorry, sorry, do it again, do it again. I'm sorry. You know, it's just reflexes. <laughs> and then he goes, he's like, okay, stay still. And he would try to hit me. And then my reflexes were just like, oh, shoot, I'm sorry. Like, I just, <laughs> my hands don't want to stay there. I'm sorry. And then I'm like, try, maybe try the feet. Maybe you hit the feet, you know. 
And as he was trying to, he was trying to hit my feet, I'd, I'd do a roll. I'd roll out. Um, and I'm like, you know, this isn't working out. Um, and I'm like young, and my dad is getting frustrated. He doesn't want to laugh because he doesn't want to show that, you know, it's funny. And I'm like, okay, no, no, hands, hands. And he's like, which one do you want, hands or feet? And I'm like, feet. And then he, I mean, he was about to do feet. I'm like, no, 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 hands, hands, hands. And he's like, which one? And I'm like, hands for sure. And then like, I kept doing my reflex thing. And then one time he, I did a reflex thing and I kind of moved my hand away. He hit like a part of my hand, but not that hard because I was moving it away. And he just got so frustrated that he kind of just gave up on the whole thing. Uh, but what about you? I'm, I'm actually curious about uh, producer Dre. Did you have any of that? So, I was a little badass kid, right? Um, I don't know why I was a pyro. I, I grew up in the burbs. Like, we were bored as fuck. We had nothing to do. So, I, me and my friends, we would do Molotov cocktails, which, if you don't know, we would go ahead and grab a glass bottle and we put, you know, gasoline in it, put a paper towel or a rag, whatever, light it, and we would just like. Sure, it. I think they call that yeah. terrorism. Yeah, <laughs> throw it in like the, we had like big dirt, <laughs> dirt backyards, yeah, and we would insane. blow them up because it was awesome. cool. Like it was so dope to see the fire just. That's you know what I mean? Awesome. So when so you say pyro, you're not talking about someone that like, like legit lights matches. You're talking about let's blow this shit up. It's not like I was literally like lighting buildings. You low key like, still are though. Yeah, I kind of like that shit. I like it a lot. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, we we would do that, right? So one time, me and my friends were racing home on bicycles. We beat our other friends there, and we were like, oh, this is how we can fuck with them. We'll get a Molotov cocktail and, like, throw it near them and scare them. You know, we're, we're dumb. Like, we're ignorant as fuck, sure. right? I'm not condoning any of this shit. Let me just put that out there. So we filled it up. My f I was going to throw it, but my friend grabbed it because he got super excited. And he was like, oh, let's do this. We were still in the garage, though. So we weren't all the way out of the garage, and so he went and saw my friends coming up the uh, driveway, and he went and he threw it out when he was still in the garage. So what had happened was some of the gasoline had trickled out the end of it because it wasn't plugged up fully, right? So it, some of the gasoline went on fire and actually hit the top of the garage door because oh it was up there. So that shit lit on fire, and also it went on the back of my mom's my parents oh, van oh, yeah. so it was lit up and so I started freaking out sure I put the van out and but the top was still burning I had to like close it and finally put it out yeah so the van was okay but the top of the like the garage door on the inside was like burnt the fuck up like right black yeah. and then so my dad got home and you know my dad is like the real authority figure better watch the fuck out corporate punishment he means business sure. right so the, the first thing I did, right, I put on several layers, oh, as many layers as I could. So you're I put on like I put Exactly. I put on like five, six layers of pants, shorts. So you whatever. knew it was coming. Yeah, exactly. I, oh, yeah. of course. I was like, fuck, I almost burned the house down. Like, yeah. of course. I had I'm going to get a coming. whooping for, of the lifetime. I put lifetime, several yeah. sweaters on and everything. Then after I put so many layers on, right, get under my blankets on my bed. And I, you know, I come from a Christian home, so I pulled out the Bible and I just put the Bible out. So my dad came home and he, li <laughs> he literally opened the door to me, like, in so many layers Wait, of clothes can I, can with I my blanket on. 
and my Bible out. So can, can I interject real yes. quick? So in my head, imagining you, how old are you? How old are you? I was older. I was like oh god, 16. Okay. I was teens. I was teens. Okay, so you're a teenager. Let's say yeah. 16, 17. Um, and you're, you have layers and layers of sweatpants, hoodies, whatever you could kind of yeah. pattern yourself up for All this right. beating. And your father comes up at the door angrily. And you're... Super angry, right? And you have a Bible and you're like looking at him and you're like... Oh, hello, Father. I'm just <laughs> reading the Bible. How can I help you? Exactly. And you're hoping he's like, oh, this kid could never burn down the, the, the roof of exactly. our Exactly. I was like, you know, he's going to see I'm a saint. Yeah. I've learned from my ways, if right. anything. Yeah. Or he, yeah, he learned from his mistakes. So he literally came in there like ready for business. Like you could tell he was yeah. bad. But as soon as he opened the door and I literally, I didn't look at him. I just stayed staring at my Bible <laughs> under the covers of several layers on yeah and he just looked at me and he had his belt in his hand because you know I, I he used to whip me with the belt sure and he just he couldn't even help it like he just like started cracking oh up. he laughed he started cracking oh, he up laughed. yeah he just couldn't help it. i did so not see that like, coming. yeah he I started he was laughing gonna... so it's it's funny because like Doing all that actually, like, did help. The power of humor yeah. saved me from a beating. And Nura, what about you? Have you had any experiences in that realm growing up? Amusing beatings? No. Hopefully not the depressing, <laughs> sad, oh my god, I can't believe that happened to you uh, beating story. But if there's a <laughs> something a little lighter. <laughs> um, I mean, doing well in school is very important for me, like for my parents growing up. So I had to have like a good education. I had to like do well in school. I had to do this and this and that. A lot of pressure. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. A lot of pressure. And thankfully, I've technically been the fourth child for my father. So he was pretty lenient with me. But he still whooped my ass a few times. Like, <laughs> because I was the only daughter. So there were certain times where I would be not tell him. I just, he'd be waiting for me in front of my school, my high school, trying to pick me up to go home. And I'd be just walking with this guy like 15 minutes later. Salsa dancing with like him. <laughs> salsa, salsa dancing. dancing. Just like coming back from like downtown. <laughs> he'd be like, what the fuck? I've been waiting here for 15 minutes. Like, right. I'd be like, okay, it's my bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> so so just, just give some context with that though, yes. culture wise. Because I feel like there might be some people that listen to this. And That'd be like, like oh, that's that was up. way too casual of a smack that she just put in there. Or for Andre, yeah. Andre, or for myself. Well, less myself, and I was ridiculous. But like, I, I think we just need to make it clear that people with different cultures or, or upbringing, it's just a different thing, mm -hmm. right? Like it doesn't mean possibly the same uh, trauma that might be yeah. in different scenarios, yeah. right? It was. I don't know if you get into that a bit more, but like I feel like that's important to kind of relay in that sense. Slappy question number five. What is your full name? Boom. I think I'm gonna take a pass. Okay, slap? Yeah, I'll take a slap. Oh, I got That was a real slap. And that was Slappy Five. And now, a word from our sponsor. Have you ever wanted to feel like you went to a sporting event or concert but couldn't afford the actual ticket? Oh yeah. Me too. Well, it sounds like Stub Stub is the right product for you. Say what? What's Stub Stubs? Thanks for asking. Stub Stub is basically a product that gives you this ticket stubs from previous concerts and events. See, me to tell me that I don't have to actually go to the event, but I can brag to my friends like I did. You're right, homie. 
You could go get those ticket stubs and brag to your best buddies. That shit is crazy. It is cray cray. You mean to tell me that that includes swag? Like hats and more? You betcha. We have a boy named Jimmy that scours the United Center for swag such as hoodies, nachos, band-aids. That's dope and all, but what if I need that authentic mustard stain on the lip? I know exactly what you're talking about, and we'll have you covered. What? That's crazy. StubHub's at the shit. Where can I sign up? StubHub is a great product, but we are with StubStub. What? Where's Jimmy at? Hi, my name is Jimmy. <laughs> I scour United Center for you. Thank you, Jimmy. You're the shit. I am the you're shit. You're gonna help me out. Let's do this. I have a bicycle. It goes very fast. How much is this? Is there any catch? Hi, Jimmy doesn't have that information, but I do. It's just four easy payments of $49.95. What? That's yeah, it? You betcha. Just go with it. That's crazy. It is cray cray. And we're back. We're back. And now it's time for... Quick chatter. Quick chatter. Quick chatter. Quick chatter. Quick chatter. Quick chatter. News. So the first clip here is Hillary Clinton has stated in an interview that she would do her best to open up UFO files to the public if she became president, as long as it's okay with national security. So the question I have for you two is, um, do you believe in aliens? And if so, what do you think or wants to think they look like? I don't think that we know if aliens exist, but I do think that there is some other species out there somewhere. I think it's pretty naive to think that we are the only species in this entire yeah, universe. I kind of agree too. Like I feel the same way, but like, so I guess the follow-up question with that is, what do you think they look like? Or, or and if you don't know, kind of like what you hope they look like. I mean, I don't necessarily think they look like us or anything similar. Um, they could just be a living organism. They could be some fungi or whatever. Amoeba. Amoeba. <laughs> Amoeba. Amoeba. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do think there are some type of living organisms out there. I don't think that we're the only. Yeah. I yeah. So if you had to put a bed onto it, it looks like it's like kind of molecules, like small little things, not an actual like moving, larger. I think there's some type of animal. Is what I think. Okay. Like an ant Like maybe not an animal that like we find familiar or we're used to, but I do think it's some type of living organism. Yes. Like a hippopotamus. Sure, like a hippopotamus. Or maybe a platypus. Great, great, great insight. Yeah. Let's go to Nura. <laughs> I'm gonna go on a couple of tangents here. <laughs> <laughs> Just letting you know up front. So we don't know what's deep down in the ocean. I'm serious. This is true. Oh. There are so many things that we don't know about our own about our own globe, but about our own Earth. Yeah, yeah. To discover what's beyond that yeah. and we're still discovering every day how dinosaurs look like for example like previously like as depictions were thrown in movies and whatever of dinosaurs being scaly kind of lizard like lizard like creatures yeah i've read a few articles that actually dinosaurs are like bird like creatures i hate birds that's terrifying to me. Birds to are that. very important for our, for our universe, you know. I also hate birds. <laughs> birds you are hate so birds? cute. I hate birds. I hate birds. They freak me out. Right? Really? With their 
freaking like claws, claws and they're up in the air like a t-rex and they just drop bombs imagine like if there's like a big t-rex that looks like a bird just you, like gonna nope. attack you my worst nightmare nope <laughs> But T-Rexes are so, pretty cool. I think they're they're really misunderstood creatures. Come on, they're guys. very sweet. They seem like yeah. Dina's met like five or seven, <laughs> and, and they're really sweet. Yeah. I mean, we never met them, so you never know. Don't be judgmental, guys. Come on. Do you know uh, they just came out an article today that I read that they don't like no longer think that dinosaurs died the way that they like previously. We're never gonna know how. Yeah, any but they just came out with a new past. article. I just read it today on my news app. That they think that it was a... Shout out to News House. <laughs> that they have a different theory of how the dinosaurs died. Really? Like, yeah, I would have told you what... I would have told you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but tell us. Uh, no, but if you could tell us right now. <laughs> I would tell you what the theory was, but I fell asleep before I read it. <laughs> seems to be a theme there as well. Um, <laughs> So, Nera. Can no, I, ask, I like can this. I ask Wait. What, what your definition of an alien is, though? If they're on our own globe, don't they, do they need to be from a different planet? Or do they, do they need to just be foreign to us? I believe, like, we've redefined the term alien. We use it in a lot of different ways today, especially being in the United States. The, word, the term alien is used. Deportation. Yeah, exactly. I'm considered an alien. Me too. I feel we're, like an we're alien. We're technically all considered yeah. aliens. Right. Our, our parents were considered aliens. Yeah. So anything that's not familiar with us is something that's considered foreign and therefore an alien. Mm. And I feel like I completely agree with Dina, though, that there is so... We are so little in this universe. And that's why I don't take things so seriously most of the time. Like, I come from a really difficult place. But I'm just like, you know, like, not all people are the same, you know? Like, you need to let some things go. History repeats itself, so... Yeah. Fuck this, you know? Yeah. It's a fucked up situation, but, you know, there are people that are misunderstood. So, there's so much out there that you need to consider. They're, they might not look like we see them in movies. That's a different depiction. We, we imagine them as we, something we see that's familiar, yeah. Something was with arms and legs and like one eye or big brains or whatever. So not ET. <laughs> not ET. But I do believe they're they could be friendly. They could be friendly or not. They could be both. They could be like us or not like us at all. You know. So what they I mean? come in peace. They could. I believe they might be more intelligent or intelligent in a different way. Yeah. So huh. it's a completely parallel universe in a sense. And I guess following up. If you could pick what they look like, <laughs> what would they look like to you? I, I cannot answer that. My question is, where did this whole big head one eye thing come from? I don't from? know. I've been, yeah. Like, where did, it's always, like, similar in all these different movies and shows. Mm-hmm. Like, where did that stem from? I think babies is my theory. Because babies have really big heads, <laughs> and they're kind of messed up looking. And they're like, hey, I think aliens would be, like, a not fully developed human. Yeah. Or that is very developed. Yeah, so kind of like Benjamin Button. Bigger head, bigger brain. Yeah. But we yeah. assume that like any Wait, outer entity is much more intelligent than yeah. we are because there's so much that we don't know that we think anything that's above or outside of what we know is much more intelligent. And I think we always try to mirror off of what we look like. Exactly. Like what aliens would, mm-hmm. but we, we don't know. Mm-hmm. Could be look like I feel like somebody just went in a funhouse mirror and there was like that's what aliens <laughs> look like. Moving on. 
Marianne Winkler was on vacation on the German island of Amram last April when she stumbled upon an old message in a bottle that had washed up on the beach. The bottle, it turned out, was first released at sea more than 108 years ago. So my question to both of you is, what do you think was written on the bottle or in the bottle? Well, did she open it? She did. She did open it? I have the answer. I just wanted... She didn't turn it into like a museum or something. She cracked it open. She opened the bottle, and I just want to know what you think was written in that message. Uh, what kind of bottle was it? You know, it's a, it's a very kind, <laughs> nice-looking bottle. <laughs> I mean, it could be a water bottle. It could be a wine bottle. Like, what I'm, like, really trying to focus on <laughs> is what you believe was written Well, in if message. it was a wine bottle, then I would assume it was something like somebody was drunk and wrote it to a loved one. 108 years a, ago. Yeah. I mean, people still got drunk 108 years ago. True. So what do you think, um, if you had to guess, without giving you too much information, was written on that message? Fuck you. <laughs> so it was, it was written by CeeLo. CeeLo Green. <laughs> Why CeeLo? Fuck, fuck you and fuck you too. If I was richer, I'd still be with you. Ain't and that some shit? Ain't that, that some shit? shit? So, uh, Nura, what do you think was written on that bottle other than fuck you? <laughs> I feel like my answers are so serious. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're definitely serious. <laughs> yeah. I, I like am answering the questions. She's so like, seriously. I'm gonna, I'm gonna paint the White House pink, and then Nura's like, well, the educational system should be changed drastically. <laughs> Are aliens real? Why they got big hands and big eyes? And the nurse like, well, you know, actually, I believe that um, if there was life forms out there, it wouldn't look like us at all. This is great, though. Oh. Yin and the yin. Yeah. We're so similar, yeah. but we so are. different. So I know. Different. I would like to imagine that this bottle held a very like special secret message. Maybe it was like a, a lost soul that was just like, you know what? I know something really fucking deep. <laughs> I know something that nobody else knows, and I'm gonna send this out into sea and not yeah. tell anyone. And somebody's gonna find it one day. You know what I mean? Uh, They're gonna be like, I know this is this war is gonna happen, or I saw a UFO. <laughs> like I'm gonna put this down in the ocean. Yeah. All right. So you heard it here first. Uh, someone wrote a message 108 years ago predicting World War II. Nostradamus. So what was the real answer? Fuck you. <laughs> I'm kidding, no. No, um, Dina was right. Was there a follow-up? Yeah, the answer actually is very disappointing. Inside the bottle was a postcard with a message written in English, German, and Dutch. It asked the finder to fill in the date and where the bottle was found, and it returned to uh, Bitter, care of the Marine Biological Association in Plymouth, England. So it was more of a scientific experience. Oh. Boo. That sucks. Yeah. I was, that I was, was so hopeful. That's like my whole answer life. That you could have possibly given. Thanks, Dina. That was. And that was Quick Chatter News. And now for a musical break. Hello. Hello. Is it, is it me you're looking for? I, I can see it in your eyes. I can see it in your smile You're all I ever wanted 
And now for our next segment, Learn With Me. On today's Learn With Me, Nura takes us on a journey to Palestine. So Nura, you're from Palestine, and I think, you know, that's, that's a country that definitely is super interesting and I, I don't know too much about. So can you kind of tell me more about um, your country that you're from? Yeah, I mean, um, there are some random facts, I guess, that are kind of fun <laughs> for some people to think about. Um, Palestine is a very historical country. It's very tiny. If you want to get a sort of perspective, it could be smaller than Chicago as a city itself. Just as, to not the state of Illinois, just the city of just Chicago. Just the city. Okay. So it's it's pretty insane. Um, so in regards to Palestine or whatever you want to call it, I would prefer if you call it Palestine. I will call it Palestine. <laughs> <laughs> it has the lowest natural point of elevation on the earth, which is the Dead Sea. Um, oh. Yes, so I'm pretty sure a lot of people have heard about the Dead Sea. No living organisms live in the Dead Sea because it is a very salty... It's full of salt. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's full of salt and if you swim in it, you could float. That's you what float. I hear a lot. Don't get that shit in your eyes. It, it hurts. Have you been in... Yes. In there? Mm-hmm. Have you swam or like what do you... I, for us, it's like I've heard of the, um, the Dead Sea, um, the Red Sea. The Red Sea is different from the Dead Sea, <laughs> but the Dead Sea is just, you can definitely float in it. It's actually very good for your body. You know, salt in general disinfects all, all wounds. It's, it's a very purifying kind of thing. Internal as well? We also have the Dead Sea mud. <laughs> Shut up. I'm sorry. With a broken heart. With a bro it might. If you just float there forever, just ponder, ponder your forever. existence. Yeah, just forever. That's Look into the onto the stars. The stars are coming down, folks. You don't, you don't need, you don't need a, a a balloon to to help you float. All you have to do is just float on on the water. This is corny. It's pretty beautiful. Anyway, the second thing is this. This could be kind of depressing, but kind of interesting. <laughs> I feel like time. you've been saying that <laughs> for every question. There you go. No, but Gaza. Um, yes. Is which is part of the uh, part of Palestine, of course, part of the occupied territories. Is one of the most densely populated areas in the world. So it's not the most densely populated sure. areas, but it's one of the most densely populated areas in the world. It is an open air prison of sorts. There's a wall that was built by the Israeli government that separates Gaza from oh. the quote unquote Israeli or occupied territories. Um, so yeah, it's it's a very restricted area, but it's also one of the most densely populated. I did not know that. Gaza. Gaza, okay. exactly. Um, Palestine also. In the past, the country has been ruled by many different peoples, ancient peoples. It has been occupied by the Egyptians or Canaanites, Israelites, Babylonians or Assyrians by the Greeks, Romans, Byzantines, Omayyads, Crusaders, Persians, Ottomans, British, and now the Israelis. Yeah. It was also occupied by Wall Street. Occupied by Wall Street. No? In the ideological sense, maybe. Okay. And those were so the facts from uh, Palestine. And those were the facts. Palestine! And now it's time for One Act Play where we have our guest read out a scene from a play or from any other situation. And today, we have Dina 
reading the parts of a family running away from a zombie apocalypse. Or so it seems. Take it away, Dina. After their teenage sister had wisdom teeth surgery, older brothers Cabot and Barrett teamed up to convince her that a zombie apocalypse was hitting their city in Virginia. While the medication was still pumping strong through her veins, the brothers went to work on their prank. <laughs> Not so easy, is it? I don't know what to say that word. The pressure. Sitting in the front seat next to the brother Cabot was clearly loopy after surgery when... <laughs> and when an emergency alert came through the radio in the car, she was all ears. The Center for Disease Control in Washington, D.C. has issued a viral outbreak warning. The voice says, state and local officials have reported cases of high fever, nausea, death, and even <laughs> cannibalism. Stay in place until further notice. Millicent <laughs> seemed confused and criticized her brother for driving like a slug. Her brother then... <laughs> Her brother then began to pack the car with essentials to take on the zombies, like a garden hoe. But Melissa was... (laughs) (laughs) But Melissa was not feeling Kevin's... Stop laughing. But Melissa was not feeling Cabot's zombie-fighting weapon choice. A garden hoe is what, isn't what we want, she said. We have guns. Why are you putting guardian equipment in our car? <laughs> <laughs> but things started to get serious when Melissa was tasked with choosing between bringing her cat or her dog as they planned their escape. The cat, you idiot, she says. <laughs> what do we do with the dog? Her brother Barrett questioned. He's the worst. He's already dying. Leave him. <laughs> Get the cat. She's not. <laughs> Mom said we were leaving the dog, her brother told her. Okay. <laughs> and this is a one act play by Dina. <laughs> Where did you find this? She's playing five different parts. Where did you find this? Fuck you, let me finish. No, finish. Please keep going. Please what? What's on the road when the brothers suggest heading up Costco before their escape? Melissa was not amused. No, it's going to be a bloodbath in there, she says. What is your strategy for surviving a zombie apocalypse? First thing you do when you realize what is happening. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you just listened to the very first one act play on the inside, Joe. Wait, was that really that funny? That was <laughs> That was, that was a pretty I'm gonna just What is your strategy for surviving a zombie apocalypse? So my nephew has this shirt. <laughs> it says step one. <laughs> Wait, what is it? Step one, uh, like freak out. Is there step what? two? Step two. Run. Step three, trip the person next to you. <laughs> 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 that sounds like a shirt you would wear. It's pretty funny. That's, my nephew has that shirt. Is that, is that what you live by? I mean, happens. if I was in a zombie, a compliment. Compliment? <laughs> Apocalypse. 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 <laughs> I mean, 
Yeah, I would follow those rules. Oh my god. <laughs> well, thanks again, Dina. That was a great read of Zombie. Wait, Come what in. are you doing? This is producer Dre, and I'm taking over the show with my new segment, I Ask the Tough Questions. And now, for some tough questions. I Ask the Tough, tough questions, questions here. Yeah. McDonald's or Burger King? I would kill for a Whopper now. Wow, McDonald's? Oh no, that's Burger <laughs> King. I'm sorry. I, I asked the questions, yeah. yeah. So I know you went to um, college in Boston. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think of Boston about Boston girls? I think they're they're dirty. <laughs> oh shit. And they're loud. Oh shit. And, and uh. And they're just kind of annoying. Pew, pew, pew. Goodbye, Boston girls. I asked the tough questions here. Good. I just wanted to test the boundaries, you know. If you could be an inanimate object, what would you be? <laughs> I was going to say TV. Okay. Just because I saw TV. Because people look at you. I No, no, no. I actually... noticed. I already thought about the uh, psychological implications of that selection. <laughs> As I was saying it, and I was okay with it. I'd come to grips with it already in that... But so you know what that tells me? It's entertainment. As a psychologist. It's entertainment. Because you're an entertainer. I like to entertain people. Because uh, it brings joy. That's it. I really didn't expect this question to go this way. <laughs> yeah. I thought it through. It's kind of cool. I thought it through too. Because you, you, you know, you're bringing watch, but you're bringing joy. Yeah. And I also enjoy variety. And each channel is a different channel. It's a channel. It's a different, different showing different things. There's a lot of different variety, and there's things that are upgraded, updated. There's a lot of stuff in there, but mm-hmm. it's also, you know, just a TV. You're a thinker. All right. You know what? <laughs> I asked the, the tough, tough questions here. Yeah. You could do one thing to change the world. What would that be? <laughs> and it can be changing the world in any way. Positive, Fine. negative, to your own gain. Anything. Right? So think in those terms. I mean, so How would you change the world? To be honest, I mean, it's not my number one because it's top of my head best answer. Yeah. Would be um, adequate taxation. <laughs> Fuck. I think it should be prioritized adequately, and then therefore we could put it in the correct budget system, and then we could actually move on as a country. So, I think it's the right answer right now for me. Do you like bears? Yes. Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. Which is your favorite? Beats. Easy. Why beats? They're healthy, give me energy. Wow. <laughs> And as always, you could follow us on Twitter at The Inside Joe. And please subscribe to us on SoundCloud. And as always, 